to another episode of 10 10 Would Recommend. It is me, it is I, it is she, Talani. And it is me, it is I, it is she, Gina. Hello, Gina. Hello. Hello, 30-year-old Gina. That's right, I am newly 30. You are newly 30. How yeah. is that for you, baby? Well, I feel absolutely no different, truth be told. I was under the impression that when you turn 30, something big's supposed to happen. You're supposed to turn to a pumpkin, you're supposed to turn to a raisin... However, I thought none of those things, it was like any old regular day. Absolutely nothing happens. No. Nothing happens at anyone's birthdays. <laughs> like, <laughs> no matter what age Except you when turn, you're born. <laughs> nothing actually, like, revel- unless you turn, oh no, that doesn't happen anymore. What? I was going to say you turn 100 and the Queen sends you a card. Well, you'll get one from the king. Yeah. It's not even 100. It's not the same though, because she's still, like, was she 100? Uh, no, yeah, she, she wasn't. Okay, okay, the king will send it <laughs> Fine. So we all have that to look forward to. <laughs> that's it. That's all that happens ever. Um, yeah, it was a it was a great it was a great day. Uh, one of the things that happened, which I feel like we already spoke about when we were sp- speaking about the genius documentary with yes. Kanye West and the importance of recording things, is that uh, two of my best friends came. They they invited me to my own mother's house um, and hosted a screening of some old videos. And um, one of them was like a video of my mum when she was 30 speaking. And she's exactly the same, but she just has so a softer nice. voice. It's so mad. It's so mad. Mm. Um, and then the second video was a video from... Oh, it was a video of me as a three-year-old, like, talking about, like, my family, many of which, who unfortunately, have passed away, which was really emotional. Um, and then there was a video from my christening and my dad was speaking in the video and as many as you already know, like, my father passed away when I was six years old. But it was the first time I'd heard his voice in 23 years. So sweet. Completely forgot that he was an extremely fresh Jamaican man. Like, <laughs> I, it was like, I just, it, you know, it's so, when when it comes to, like, loss, especially, like, grief at the, a young age, so, like, it's a long time ago, mm-hmm. it's always, like, the, I wonder what if, like, yeah. I wonder what would have happened if, like, I grew up with, a like, a strict Jamaican yeah. father. Or, like, what version of a person you would have been if you had this person. Exactly. Yeah. And I would just never have any idea. And I'm like, wow, this is the guy that's been watching me this whole time. Like, yeah. I was like... Uh, you know what? I hope you, I hope you, I hope you approve. Because <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really, really nice. But we need to record things more. Oh, absolutely. We really, really do. And I think there is something really beautiful about voices. Yeah, I think a voice will get you. Like you yes. can stop and just hear a voice, and it'll be like, oh my god, that sounds like this person. That mm-hmm. sounds like that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you started saying that, this is not. E- oh, I'm sorry. Have you got a picture that your kids are going to use to be like, yeah, my mum was a baddie. Uh, no, but I need to get one. You need to get one. Do you have one? I don't know if I've got one yet. Yeah, we all need, I need to get I need to get one. the picture that they post on Mother's Day to be like, oh, my mum and she was my age. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I need... have some of those pictures of my mum where I'm like, wow, she looks absolutely gorgeous. Actually, that's a lie. I think I've got one for every age. Yeah. I think at some point they're going to like add a little film effect to it, make it look a bit old. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think I've got something there. Also, the fashion, like, I was watching these videos from, like, 93, 94. The fashion is exactly the same. Oh, it's the exact same. It's yeah. mad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the blazers, obviously the blazers and the shoulder pads are moving mad, but other than that, everything is the same. Even the wigs, I was like, wow. We're back there. We're back. Yeah, I like We're it. Back. It's yeah. adorable. It's really, really nice, but no, everyone record everything. Um... And that's it, yeah, 30 is no difference. 90s BT look is my favourite look. Gorgeous. Ever. Like, I think I, they were generally, till today, I tried to recreate it, yeah. recreate it as often as I can. I feel like your hair today is giving a little bit I 90s. genuinely, like, the beauty aesthetics of the 90s, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's really, really pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you had a lovely day. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, The time has come. Yeah. The time that we... I think this is the, the day 
that's really going to test how good we are at this job. Okay. Okay. And I say that to say, how do we talk about The Crown mm-hmm. with that upset in Netflix, mm. the British people, mm. and the monarchy? Exactly. How do we talk about The Crown and still keep our British passports? Absolutely. How do we talk about The Crown and not be <laughs> something of national security? Exactly. Um, More importantly, how do you talk about the crowd <laughs> without <laughs> me getting fired? How do we talk about the crowd? Yes, that's, that's a good point. How do we talk about the crowd and both keep our jobs, most importantly? Because I could lose the passport. <laughs> but the money still needs but to be long. But the money still needs to be long. So there's that. All I'm going to say about it is that it is the Diana era. Yeah, Diana era. Which feels good because, not good, but like, I was alive. Yeah. I was in England. Exactly. And all of these characters that they are based on, obviously not true stories, completely made up. I've watched it. Mm-hmm. i watched three episodes so far. It's sick. Amazing. It's so fucking good. It's like season five did not come to play. It's absolutely phenomenal. Like, uh, I think her name is Elizabeth Debicki, who plays um, Diana mm-hmm. in this um, season, is just Absolutely amazing. I am, am obsessed with both the show and also how Diana used to always look so innocent. So innocent. But and she'd like, always be looking like... Ex- yeah, like just a... Uh, <laughs> 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 also like insanely sad. Yeah. Mm. Like I feel like Diana looks sad so often. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good show. It's a phenomenal show. We don't want to talk too much about it because we want you guys to watch it. Do you know what I mean? And it comes out, it came out a couple of days ago. It came out on Wednesday. There's plenty of time. It is 100% hands down the only, it's not even really, a, it's not a period drama really, but it's kind of the only show that I've watched that depicts historical characters that I've really been this invested in. Yes. Usually I'm not really into this kind of thing. Yes. But I just love The Crown. It's one of the best things to come out of Netflix in my opinion. shows that we could talk about. Yes. Killer Sally. Killer Sally. So, um, Killer Sally is a three-part uh, limited series documentary. Uh, I'd never heard of this case before, had you? Never in my life. And I'm kind of into these, I'm kind of into these documentaries that are unloading cases that I've never heard before, like yes. lesser-known cases. Because, yeah, all right, we know about Ted Bundy, we know about Dharma, but let's get into this kind of stuff too. I yes. find it really interesting. So, um, it is about a bodybuilder, a bodybuilding couple, mm-hmm. Ray O'Neill, is it? And yes, Sally O'Neill? So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ray O'Neill and Sally O'Neill. Um, and Sally O'Neill ended up shooting Ray, who was her husband, twice. In the face. Uh, uh, once and then once in the face, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a shotgun, um, ultimately ending in his death. Um, and the documentary sort of unpacks the bodybuilding community. They're both bodybuilders. Builders. They talk about steroid abuse. Uh, they talk about um, kinks. Dom- kink. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yes, kinks. There's loads of bodybuilding kinks. Yeah, domestic yeah. abuse. It tackles a load of stuff. Um, I'm really enjoying it. We're both on the last episode. Yeah. What are you thinking? I really like it. I am fascinated by bodybuilders hmm. because why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Like they deprive themselves of so much to look a certain way, and to the point that it's so insane. I don't even know how nice it looks. Mm. It's just like, wham, after what? It's just it's just so much muscle. They literally have like 0% fat on yeah. their bodies. Yeah. And I find it so scary and really unflattering in clothes. Mm. Not that that's the, anything to do with this documentary. Mm-hmm. But that was a recurring thought in my head. I was like, oh God, they look better without the clothes on. Yeah. Um, I think that's supposed to be the point, isn't it? Because they're yeah. stripping things down to... Because when they were describing it as like an art form... 
it's all about like stripping things down to like the bare bones, getting your body like as tight and as like yes. as, as possible. As but humanly as possible. As, but, but then actually not even humanly as possible, which is why they bring steroids into it, isn't yes. it? Yes. And Ray was a big time bodybuilder. Like it wasn't, a, it was one of the biggest, I think. Yeah. One of the biggest. Yeah. And also his body was insane. That's the thing of past dedication. It's that near enough obsession. Mm. Um, but what I found really interesting in the case is there is, I think it's episode three, where, so Sally is still in jail for this mm-hmm. uh, murder and they actually interview her from jail. Mm-hmm. So we actually get to hear from Sally and there was a bit where they're talking about the trial and the judge or whoever is like, Sally is not, she's there like, she's a thug, she's violent, she's this. And in this speech she was like, and that sounds weird talking about women like that. And I thought it's so fascinating how women crime people women who commit crime are viewed mm. as like oh, this can't be from a woman mm. and he was trying to be like yes I know she's a woman but hey you lot she did this thing and she's awful mm. but like it was really weird how he had to be like and it sounds weird I'm talking about a woman but she is like mm. look at her she's so mm. violent she's so this and it was like oh that's interesting they were like oh she's not a it was like she's not a victim yeah and I thought has that got anything to do with her body shape exactly as well and this is what... she was also a bodybuilder as well exactly well this is what really frustrated me about not even the documentary, but just like how we view things in life in general, particularly when it comes to crime. At the end of the day, two things can be true at the same time. But the prosecution's angle was kind of like, this person is victim, is is, is violent, therefore they cannot be a victim. Yes. Like, she's strong, yeah. therefore she can't be a yeah. victim. And also, they did go into the fact that Miss Sally was all up in every woman's grill that was that Ray was trying to, or that liked uh, Ray, or yeah. she was beating everyone up. Yeah. Anyone could get it from yeah. Sally. Uh, Sally, yeah, so it's worth noting that Ray cheated. Yeah, Ray cheated. Often. Yes. Fair yes. to say. And Sally will bad up anybody yeah. who went near Ray. Yeah. Exactly. Because they kept saying that Sally loved Ray more than Ray loved her. Ray wanted to leave her, like all these other things. And so, um, yeah, man, Sally was beating everybody up. Because it's interesting because Sally's point of view is that she was a victim to him beating her up and domestic violence. And then sometimes when you hear his friends talk, Mm. they'll be like, no, it was Sally. Just how you know there's three sides to every story. Yeah, literally your side, her side and the truth. And the truth, yeah. yeah. And with things like this, you're never going to know the truth because one partner is dead and someone's going to be in jail trying to prove their innocence. Absolutely. So it's really interesting. I think one of the saddest parts to me about this documentary was that, you know, we hear from Sally, we hear from Ray's friends, we also hear from their children. Yeah, Sally's kids. Sally's, yeah. Sally's kids, sorry, yeah, because they were, uh, Ray was their stepdad. Um, and that was really, really sad mm-hmm. because in the recording of Ray uh, being shot, there's and it's spine-chilling hearing her eldest daughter like screaming yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. being like, Dad, no, yeah, Dad, yeah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, even when they're talking about, like the friend was talking about how Ray wanted to leave um, Sally and it's like, what about his ki- What about the kids? Yeah. Like, what? no one thinks about, like, what What about these kids? Like, that is traumatising. Like, them talking about, the son talking about how he was also being beaten by this, by this man who was mm-hmm. his stepdad. And he seemed like so upset yeah. and saying that, you know, when he saw Ray on the floor, he felt relief. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as a child... Yeah, fucking hell. How do you even yeah. cope with that? Like, it's honestly... I, I don't know. Like, it, it was such an... It was really, really interesting. I wasn't expecting to find it as interesting as I did, the documentary. Yeah, same. It went into a lot. Also, it contextualised how in the 90s, there were two things. There was, like, a spring of, like... Uh, 
murderous women. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, women who were put on trial because, like, one person had cut her man's penis off. Yeah. Uh, I think one person had killed her man's lover, something like that. But also, at that time, it was just... They were just starting to talk about the battered woman, quote-unquote. Yes, yeah. Um, and, like, the trauma of, like, being in domestic violence situations and, like, what that does to a woman, how how PTSD forms. So, like, Sally was caught in between those two, yeah, two yeah, things, yeah. like, murderous women and, like, that being terrifying. But and also like, the battered but woman. But also the battered woman, yeah. which was really interesting to me. It, I think the whole thing was just, like, really, really... Yeah, I was just fascinated by it. Mm. Let's talk about the random moment where there was the guy talking about his what was not a kink but him being beaten up by women well he was getting his leg his head choked in between women's thighs do you remember yes, that bit yes I do yeah <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by kink <laughs> like I was like what's going but he was like it's not a, like people might think it's sexual but it's not like it's it like, is sexual you want mate. your head squashed between someone's strong thighs he was loving it I was like oh. yeah you're like love having a great time here and you're paying them to do this for you it's a sexual kink mm. which is fair sure mm. but say call it what it is call it spade a spade exactly how much could someone pay you too, because other than all of the other stuff, one of the biggest things that I picked out because I hate eggs is the fact that Ray would eat 113 eggs a week. Oh my God, I saw that. <laughs> I like eggs. A hundred. <laughs> not that much. And Because you're not eating eggs like in the fun way, like fried and scrambled. Ray was you're Ghanian. Drink. Was he? I bet oh, you no. any money. <laughs> Why did I, I just say what was he? Like, <laughs> any money, Ray was Ghanian. He probably was. Ghanians love eggs. They do love eggs, you actually. Know, I'm trying to be a stereotype. I was at a bar once in Ghana. And do you know how you get peanuts on, in a bar store thing? Mm. Like peanuts and pe- um, pickles and all of that. Yeah. They had eggs, boiled eggs in a... <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. Eggs. I can't think of anything worse than that. On the bar, like next to peanuts. Why? They have eggs with everything. They have eggs with oats. Why? And I'm not lying. But why? Why? I don't know. Ghanians love eggs. So I think if we deep down and do an ancestry test on Ray, yeah, he was we'll find probably. out who was Ghanaian. Mm. Mm. Maybe they'd be better predisposed to being bodybuilders. I feel like, you know, people look into that. Their men are predisposed to having big bums. That's true. Oh my God, Ghanaian men's bums are so big. That is so true. I like it. I don't like a big bum on a man. Really? Nah. I like a little... I think I'm all back than me. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't enjoy that at all. That's a good point. But Killer Sally was really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, what I was going to ask you is how much would somebody have to pay you to, to become a bodybuilder? One contest. Do you know how the... I always say everyone's got their price. Mm. Like in anything, even things you stick your nose up at, everybody's got their price in the right situation. Yeah. Nothing. Like there's not enough money that you can pay me to do that. I think it is so ugly. Do you, you want a woman ordering that? I, th- I think it's so ugly. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't see the art in it. Hundred thousand. Because look at how much I have to give up to do this. Yeah. I can't eat rice. That's true. Again, I can't eat rice. Yeah. I have to eat hundred and thirty eggs a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is rough. I just it's, it's you have just, to work out a lot every it's, day. It's too much to give up and too much to like actually have to physically do. Mm. And I don't think it looks nice. I'm being so. I don't like when people are too wham. I would love to speak to a bodybuilder and be like, what? Like, <sighs> I appreciate the work behind it. Mm. But that's just too much work, man. Have a day off. Yeah, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But I'm fascinated by these people who, like, they they want to push themselves to, like, it's a form of, I don't know, like, discipline for them. That, like, they, and there are some people that just love that kind of thing. They want to be, like, 
working out this many times that they want to get to the top, 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 top. Every time I practice discipline, right, I get to like day two or three mm. and I'm like, yo, like, life is already so hard. Exactly. Like, why should I deprive of myself or stuff? Why make it harder by having 12 eggs in the day? Yeah, like, why should I make things... I mean, the other day I was just like, you know what, I'm going to stop drinking during the week and like save all my drinking for binge drinking at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've said that so many times. <laughs> Currently practicing that, actually. Yeah. And I was like, but why? Mm. I just do, like, is it like, why am I suffering myself? It does feel like life is too short. Like, life is so hard already. Like, so many things you can't do that you want to do. Why should I add another thing to it? Mm. And honestly, I think that's the best motivational speech I've ever given. Mm. Well, thank you. Why work hard when you could not? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> when you could just not. <laughs> when you could not? Yeah. Right, so uh, watch Killer Sally, because uh, I, th- I think that's the moral of the story, really. No, it's a really good show, though. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was no, a really good documentary. How many yeah. episodes is it all together? Three. Okay, cool. Yeah, really, really good. They're about, like, 45 minutes per episode. It's just really interesting. How many years has she got in jail? I actually don't know. I haven't got to the end yet. I think she's still in there right now. Well, I didn't... It's interesting, because you just saying about the jail thing... That was the first time. Like I, I knew that it looked the background looked like she was in jail, but I don't think they explicitly say it until the end. Oh, I just assumed she was in jail. Well, I still don't know. Oh, we shall see. Maybe she ain't. Oh, I just thought that's what jail looks like. Well, I thought she was in jail too, but I just find it interesting that they haven't explicitly said. So I feel like at the end it will say Sally Shminishmu will spend. And Shmini also, Shmini. I am obsessed with the researchers behind this show. Mm. Because I like, to think, hey, I've heard of this story. This might be interesting. I know. And then to make it and do so much deep dive into these people and figure out who their friends are and go meet up with them and all things like that. Also, what I thought was interesting, that considering it was in the 90s, I don't know if I've missed it, but there's been no mention of any race thing to do with it, which I'm quite... No, they were talking about interracial dating. Okay, cool. I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah, so so they... Ray was black and Sally's white. Yeah, exactly. Um, And... So I can't remember where she said she grew up. Was it Philadelphia? Yeah, Philadelphia. Uh, yes, of course. I think the father of her kids was also black as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he uh, used to beat her. Oh, um, but she, there was a moment where she spoke about her parents um, when she found out that her first boyfriend was a black boy. Like, they were obviously extremely derogatory about the guy and all this other stuff. But Sally was like, yeah, well, my mates, all the people that are nice to me are black. So Sally was just dating black. She was all up on them black men. Yeah. It's weird, though, because it's like you partly feel sorry for Sally, but also, like, she did kill someone. And this is the complex thing about um, humans in general. There's that Um, as well. I used to bang out a show called Women Who Kill. I know. Oh, you've mentioned this before. I've seen loads of clips from that show. It looks bloody great. It's so fascinating. I don't know why it's so fascinating when women can make violent crimes. Mm. It's because, as you said, like, in societally, women are not... so. It goes against everything women are supposed to be. Yeah. So that's why the man's coming in in um, in, in court talking about some... I know it's weird for me to say this about a woman... Mm. Because also weird as well because people think women don't cheat. Yeah, which is why you should because no one's gonna find out. And also we do it so well. Mm. We do it so much better. Not me though. I would never cheat. Whatever. (laughs) Um, Speaking of nope, no link here either. But I'm just gonna go to it. Um, I have been trying to make this a topic on this podcast for weeks. And Gina is refusing. <laughs> like the heartless bitch she is. Every week, I'm like, from scratch, Gina moves on swiftly. Yep. Again, I'm like, from scratch, Gina moves on swiftly. Yeah. 
And this week, I'm not having it. We're talking about From Scratch. Let's do it. Take the floor. What's From... Oh, you told us what it's about. Yes. From Scratch <laughs> is about a woman who goes to Italy for like an art degree, whatever, whatever, meets a man who she loves dearly and the man sick and has cancer and it's based on a true life story. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, right, it is about love and the love end of family and how that helps with things like that. Like, I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I'm a crier. Mm. I know my hard exterior... Makes it seem otherwise. Your mysterious exterior. Yes. Mm. My hard, emotionless, bitch exterior makes it seem otherwise. But, like, I'm a huge choir. Yeah. And genuinely... So, I... Okay. If you don't cry at this show, mm. there's something seriously wrong with you. The thing is, you didn't tell me that this was an extremely triggering show. It's extremely triggering. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't? I know. <laughs> No, I'm so out of order. Oh, shit, I'm so sorry. It is. See, you've come on this podcast, slandered yeah. my name, and forgot to tell me that the guy dies the when guy his dies. kid is six. <laughs> Which, going back to the beginning of the podcast, is exactly what happened to me. <laughs> Just why I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to cry. I'm the worst person in the world. Fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm genuinely so sorry. I'm going to cry. I am so sorry. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> no, we should because... No, we everyone... should I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's fine. Oh, my God. No, let's talk about it because everyone... <laughs> I'm genuinely crying. Oh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. No, let's... <laughs> Right. I'm, so I'm the worst friend in the world. How can I be such a bad person? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. What else have you watched? <laughs> Look, let's. We can still do our jobs, no, but we can. No, no, no. To learn, because the thing is, we must talk about from scratch because of this. Everybody on Netflix, even when I was getting my hair done at the hairdressers, my hairdresser was like, have you seen From Scratch? It is fucking... Lots of people are telling mm-hmm. me that it is good. It starts slow. Right. It, when you first watch it, it feels like one of those low-budget films that are sh- shot in Europe. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, how's Zoe... Because it's Zoe, Zoe Saldana? Yes, Zoe, yeah. What's her performance saying? I think she's good in it. Mm. Yeah, but I think I think she's good in it. And it's funny because she's married to an Italian man in real life as well. And of course, it's based on a real life story. Oh, it's based on a real... Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This actually well, so was it a book? Was it adapted from a book, do you Yes, know? yeah, yeah. So I think oh. the woman who went through it wrote a book about it and wow. then it became a show. Thank you. Tissues. <laughs> <It's a lot. laughs> it became a show. I'm the one who's... Do you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> Way to make about your fucking self. <laughs> Everyone needs to watch from scratch. I won't be, but everyone needs to watch from scratch because it's really, really good. And I think it's still in the top 10. Everyone watch it. Unless your father died when you were six years old. Please. Yeah. Otherwise, we will say Otherwise trigger warning. Yeah. Oh, stop. You're fucking killing me. Oh, life. Okay, let's find something else to talk about on yes. Netflix. I actually don't... The tea is I actually don't have anything else. Um, I started watching Blockbuster. That? It's so lighthearted. It's so easy. Sometimes a bit stupid. It looks like the key art looks really similar to Superstore. It's basically a not as good Superstore. 
Ah. Superstore muscle was brilliant. Yeah, so good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's, that's the one Netflix. that stars American yeah, yeah, America yeah. Ferrera. That's it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, Blockbuster. Yeah, there's also a new, I've noticed, a new kind of like Selling Sunset type thing, but it's called Buying yes. Beverly Hills. Should we do that as homework? Yes, good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. think that's homework. The so homework is going to be to watch Buying Beverly Hills because that looks really good. Also, we've been tagged in a tweet mm-hmm. of someone um, asking us to talk about something that happens on the show. Okay, cool. So I feel like we can okay. talk about that next. Because I haven't episode. started watching it yet, but it's on my list. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blockbuster is really easy to watch. It's about the last Blockbuster left in the world. Because as we all know, she grew up in the 90s, Blockbusters... Blockbusters. Blockbuster was a place. Yeah. Oh my God, people might not know this. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, this podcast is actually very 90s because The Crown is, but the new yeah. season is 90s. Yeah, Blockbuster's a 90s thing. Um, it is. It was a place where you'd go to rent DVDs and cassettes and videos and films. Um, imagine a library, but with films. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. How many books have you got from the library? I've got about four that I've never returned to. Do you? Yeah. I don't have any, you know. I'm mad. That the return date says like 1998. Yeah, like yeah. when's the last time you went to a library? Never returned it. Most of the ones near me are closed down now. That's actually really it's actually sad. Because really I, as a child, I used to go in the library and just yeah, chill in there reading. Have you ever told you that I used to sneak to the library, sneak into the library? No. So I was part of the core kids in school and it wasn't called cool to read. Oh. It's so pathetic. So when all my friends would walk home, they'd walk home and I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to go here and get something for my mum. And I'd like sneak to go to the library because it wasn't cool to me. Oh my God. <laughs> what were you reading? Little rom-coms? Little rom-coms and also, no, quite dark things. So I started reading A Child Called It quite young. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I read that quite That's young. That's a horrible book. Yeah. And Jacqueline Wilson, Girls in Love. Yeah, ja- Jacqueline Wilson, yeah. She yeah. was writing The, tra- the Trauma yeah, Boy. I read, yeah, A Child Called It quite young. Aww. Remember I faked a permission slip from my mum. Because I was too young to rent it out from the library. But if I can get a permission slip, I was allowed to get it. Oh, my goodness. So I faked the slip for my mum to get the book out. That's, what, that's the, like, badass... The criminal activity. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done. Such a wholesome thing to get to a book. Do. Yeah, that is actually really, really Commit sweet. Commit a crime. Um, so, yeah, so basically it's about the last one of those because obviously um, Netflix, Amazon killed <laughs> the rentals. Oh, I guess so. But I saw a really interesting tweet. He was like, she hasn't watched the show yet, but she was like, don't romanticise these um, this, these places. Like, they were horrible to work in. It wow. Wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't nice. And also, there was there was a big... Corp- there were also a big corporation who ruined something before them as well. Wow, and that's capitalism. And funny enough, there's a joke in Blockbuster mm-hmm. that's like, hey, we're trying to fight for Blockbuster to be saved, but you remember this also a big corporation who has stolen those money, but they say it in the, in the show as well. Mm. So I think the crisis is quite aware. Of what it is, and but it's it's interesting. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. Oh. Yeah, it's got like random characters in it, like places that you're like, oh, he's from here. He's yeah, from here, he's yeah, from here. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It's the easiest watch ever. Honestly, you just put it on in the background. Yeah, that's it's good. Telly, which I really quite enjoy. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Good fun. That's a that's a good. But shout. It's nowhere near as good as Superstore. That's fair because that was sensational. <laughs> Um, another thing that I want to recommend that's not on Netflix, but Talani and I have both seen, uh, and I can't go another moment without bringing this up. Talani and I both went to see the new Black Panther. Black we Panther, did. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. That film was brilliant. Yes. I, I mean, speaking of grief and all that, it's rough, I'd say. Yeah, it is rough. Like, it is... I, I Once the credits came, I was sort of like... I'd know, I knew I'd seen something great, but I was like... Oh, that was yeah. a lot. Like, you cry within the first five minutes of it. Yeah, 
Yeah. So obviously Chadwick was in the first one yeah. and he's not here with us anymore. So obviously the film plays tribute to him. Mm-hmm. And I think just as a cast, I think they were all really close. Yeah, yeah. You can tell they were really, really close. Yeah. Even on the red carpet, I was like, the way they greeted each other, I you was like, they've been through really, a lot. Really they're bonded close. through it. Yeah. And also I think it was like when the first, well, kind of, um, Black Panther first came out, it was such a like momentum thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I think there was something about doing something that was so fucking sick mm-hmm. that you have to be close. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, look at this thing. Well, everybody was going to cinemas dressed yeah. up. You couldn't go anywhere without this. Like, yeah. it's become a part of like culture now. Yeah. What like what must that be like to to be a part of that that particular part of the franchise and be like, look at what we've created. Yeah. Because like Black Panther was like that was like a cultural reset. That was ins- it was insane. Yeah, it really, really was. It really, really was. Um, controversially, I preferred the first one to the second one. Um, yeah, but I do. But think I appreciate the you second would, one. Though. Yeah, that's I true. Think you would though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine a world where anyone likes the second one more. Mm. I don't. I don't know any films that anybody likes part two more. Except Sister Act. Oh yeah. Mm, that's the only one. Do you know the worst? Um... Not me though. Love you, Whoopi. Do you know this, the worst second one? What's that? Bring It On. Bring It On 2 was so... I've even er- I've eradicated it from my memory. Bring It On All or Nothing was so bad. Eradicated from my memory. So was Honey 2. Also, Step Up 2 better than Step Up 1. Was it? Yeah, Step Up 2 is the one that has... Ah, ah, in the rain. Okay. You know that bit? You know, this, you know exactly... Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, okay. Yeah. Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah, fair. I'll give it to you. Yeah. I'll give it to you. But that yeah, anyway, good. we're kind of forever. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're kind of forever. Um, Black Panther, it's very, very good. It's, <clears throat> it's very, really good. emotional. Yeah. Um, also lovely, but also funny. Yeah, really funny, really funny. Uh, speaking of funny people, if anybody has ever followed me on any of my, oh my accounts... God, yes, this happened. You will know that I, my huge, biggest celebrity crush is Winston Duke. It sure is. I have written so many thirst tweets about this man. I've made TikToks about him. And on that night, that fateful night, I queued like a little... Tell the whole story. So we went to the premiere, lovely. Yeah. We went to the after party. Having a good time, drinks in. And I'm like, Gino, he's here. Couldn't believe it. Because he's a tall... King of them. He man. is an oh my god, he that's a black king right there. That's a black king right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a black king. And as soon as he walks in, you know he's entered. Oh my goodness. Carry on. Exactly. So I look over and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to. I just have to. And so I was to my friend, I was like, mate, I need to get a picture with I have to get a picture of Winston. Anyway, so waiting, waiting, waiting. There's like, oh people talking to him, whatever. See him. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Winston. I I'm just such a huge fan. I have to, I have to speak to you. And he was like, are you the girl who made the TikTok? Now, the thing is, guys... What was said in this TikTok? I'll tell you exactly what was said in this TikTok. I can't recite it word for word, but in the background, uh, it was a picture of Winston. New picture drops of him with his thighs uh, open. Splayed. Yeah. Uh, Would you put open. your head in between his thighs for him to squash it? Absolutely. Okay. That's how I, and I actually say the words... I would love to die in between Winston's thighs because okay. at least I'd know that I died how I wanted to live. <laughs> and Winston had seen that. And he'd seen that. And I literally say, I literally say, there, this man is the most, there is not, even my husband, I would not, fat, like he is literally my awesome man. Anyway, so he'd seen that TikTok, which I don't know what snake showed him that TikTok because that TikTok did not go viral. It literally had 26,000 views at most. Uh, anyway, he'd seen it and, uh, you know, we hugged. He was super earnest. He was really nice. Mm-hmm. He was like, how did you like the film? I was like, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Did you um, tell me that part one better? 
I did not tell him yeah, that. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> I did not tell him that, but I just appreciate him so much. And it was absolutely great. And it was truly one of the best moments ever. It really, really was. And so what I'll say is just keep tweeting about your man. I think you should as well. And you'll get them. Because that, you met Drake. But do you know why I don't like to tweet about my men like that? Mm. My men. <laughs> Celebrity men who I find attractive. Yeah. It's because fundamentally, in my heart, I think I can get them. Yeah. So I'm like, don't tweet about them. So when you meet them, it's like, I wasn't a fan. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. why I don't say some bad things about celebrities, because fundamentally, I'm like, I'm going to be your peer one day. I don't, I actually, but that's actually the reason why I don't say bad things about celebrities, yeah. too, because I just tweet as if I know they're going to see it. Yeah, I'm going to be your peer one. And also, it's not nice, clearly. Yeah, yeah, also, that's like, true. I'm going to be your peer one day, and I want you to know that, you know. Yeah, I want you to clap for me when I get my Golden Globe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and my Oscar. So that's why I don't thirst trip, because deep down in my heart, one day, I'm going to have great sex with these men. Mm. So I'm, so I'm, and you don't want them to whisper, I don't want did to, you write the tweet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, did you want the TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that whispered in my ear. Mm. I want them to think I didn't even know what they did for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you rap? Wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've yeah. never heard of you, Drake. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, quite specific, that one. <laughs> oh, you at Michael B. Jordan? Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Oh, you've got big thighs, Winston? Hadn't noticed. No. Like, can you play noticed. football? Number seven? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Never watched that sport. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Is it? <sighs> Bloody great. I mean, oh, yeah. Good but yeah, watch Black Panther. Yeah, watch Black Panther. And it's a surprise in it as well. Because there was a bit that everyone was like, ooh. Oh, I won't ruin it because no. it was a big bit. Yeah. Yeah. There was. There was a bit, yeah. And they respect Chadwick really well, and it's really well done. Yeah, do. And yeah. Oh yeah! yeah! I remember the surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great film. Um, so look, there's a ton of stuff to watch. God, where did we even start? All right, watch The Crown. The Crown. Season five. Watch Killer Sally. Killer Sally. Watch From Scratch. From Scratch. Unless you your father died at six years old. Exactly. Watch uh, Buying Beverly Hills because that's the homework for next week. Yeah. And then go out, leave your house, and watch Black Panther. What kind of forever? Don't allow the streaming sites to kill cinema. And they won't because we love streaming sites and we love what they've done, contributed to the creative community. Thank you, Netflix. Thank you. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't need to say that because Netflix know I fuck with Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. So it's fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think there's a world in which, like, you just wouldn't want to see... You you want to see things like Black Panther and that in the cinema. It's just... it's the Yeah, it's more like... Yeah, it's yeah, nice it's, it's, yeah. it's an event. Yeah, it's definitely. An event. Also, there's loads of... Um, Films that oh my god, I literally I'm like PR for Netflix. Let me just be quiet. What no. I was gonna say is that there's loads of films that we do on Netflix that also have cinema runs. They're not long, but they have like one week, two week cinema runs that you can go and see it. So, Glass Onion. You heard it here first <laughs> from the public relations teams at Netflix. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that is it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well done on that. Yeah. Uh, so where can we find you on the internet? You can find me... I'm findable again now. <laughs> no, longer <I'm> serious. <laughs> Back on market. You can find me at Tolly underscore T on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me at Smargina, that's G-E-N-A, on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can find Netflix UK at Netflix UK on Instagram and Twitter, still watching Netflix on YouTube and at Netflix on TikTok. And... You can tweet Lani and I with the hashtag 1010WouldRecommend. And also, I just want to shout out to the TikTok commenters. They're best. Amazing. They're so funny. Yeah, they really, really I love are. it there so they much. They really, really, really Good are. time every time. Well done, guys. And they love us. That's nice. Which is really, really nice. And they're called Netflix cowards for not letting us have full episodes on YouTube. 
But those wasn't my words. No, I, I saw that. But then when the video is getting 4,000 views, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? Are you going to be watching it all the way through? No, you ain't, are you? Because you TikTok people only like to watch 30-second videos. Well, that's told them. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye!